Welcome to Fearless Hustle Collective, a podcast for creative female entrepreneurs and a home to honest conversations about the ups and downs of running your own business. Hey and welcome back to episode 35. I hope you guys have been well. Um, This week I chat to Karina, the founder of Ponder Lily. Um, Ponder Lily is a brand that makes purposeful planners and I chat to Karina about her journey to setting up the business and how she chooses to manage her time as a mother alongside a full-time job as well. Um, Karina has kindly shared a 10% off uh, code so if you did want to get a Ponder Lily planner you can use the code fearlesshustle um, at checkout to receive 10% off and that's fearlesshustle in all capitals. Um, but just as a kind of to be fully transparent this isn't sponsored so I won't get anything from this so but if you did want to grab yourself a 10% off go right ahead okay without further ado let's jump straight in hi Anna how are you I'm good thanks I'm good thank you so much for coming on um so for those who don't know you would you like to um introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do Absolutely. I'm the founder and managing partner at Ponder Lily. Um, I provide creative direction and I oversee operations at the company um, where we make sustainable and stylish stationery that work for women who do too. Amazing. And so when was Ponder Lily born? Uh, Ponder Lily opened its virtual doors in 2017. It was September 1st, 2017. So we're just we just turned two not too long ago Um, and it was born yeah thank you um and it was born right from my kid's nursing chair so (laughs) ah that's (laughs) that's so nice so I guess before we kind of go into talking more about Ponder Lily and how how it was born and all the rest of it um what is it that you did before creating the brand I still do. Um, I still very much work a nine to five job and Ponder Lily is a family run business. So when I'm not at work, it's run by my father-in-law who, fun fact, I used to work with before. Um, But I'm a trained business analyst um, and I oversee operational efficiency at uh, the corporate level. So I've worked in banks and I've worked in... um, non-profit organizations and at the moment well for the past seven years um actually no for the past 12 years i've been working in higher education wow so you've you've been doing lots of kind of different things i guess because you mentioned banking higher education so kind of a few different sectors as well yeah yeah different sectors all same role like um i'm the person they call when they need something done faster and more efficiently (laughs) Amazing. So I guess that leads me on to, you know, how did Ponder Lily come about? Sure. So um, when my twins were born, I was doing all the things and, you know, I was, I went back to work when they were just five months old and I was ticking all the to-do boxes and I was, you know, um, doing everything at home and at work. But I just felt like it was a bit of a struggle and I thought maybe it's, maybe it's a time management thing and it's funny that I would think that because again like I mentioned earlier my job is to make sure that organization organizations run efficiently so I knew that it wasn't necessarily about the time management it was more about um, making sure I wasn't finding balance because I wasn't putting the right things on the scale and I wasn't being very vocal about what I wanted to be um, priority. So I wanted to make sure that no other woman 
ever went through this and that certainly my children didn't have to go through this. Um, I wanted to make sure that they found their voice and that they could make space with uh, with their within their lives. So essentially the heart of our company really is for the woman who does it all, but who may not know it and who needs support from work to weekend. So this is the woman who can, who wants to navigate her commitments with grace, ease and confidence. Because um, a lot of the times we feel like we're not doing all the things, but we are. So, um, and I realized that a lot of w women work every day, whether they work at home or they work outside the home. Um, we all want the same things. And again, I guess it, it is to um, be able to find that inner voice and help us navigate our, our ourselves through life with grace, ease and confidence. Yeah, you talk about um, deepening that personal kind of personal insights. Um, why do you feel that that's important in um you know, for women maybe who run their own businesses or maybe for women who are still in the nine to five and maybe side hustling as well. Um, why is that mm -hmm. kind of um, important? I feel that's important because we're given so much information throughout our day uh, about how to do certain things. And, you know, I remember one of the advice that I was given when my twins were just three was to, to how important it was to make our own almond milk. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Um, and that may be true and it's delicious and don't get me wrong it's just it wasn't the right advice for me at the time for me to take on at the time so really finding your inner compass I think um, is incredibly valuable and finding your voice and be able to to set boundaries and really respect um, how you feel about certain things is important so which is one of the reasons why um, when I was uh, creating the, the very first formulating planner, I made the to-do box intentionally small um, because uh, I, you know, I was finding that, and I, I did a lot of research as well, like for two years, that was all I did. I did research on how women plan their days. And if you give anyone a, an A4 piece of paper that says to do at the top, they'll fill it. If you give them an A5 piece of paper that says to do at the top, they'll fill it. Um, and I wanted to make sure that we were being very conscious about the types of things that go on the to-do list. Um, and I was very, very deliberate when I added a recharge box in our, in our planners too, because we often forget to take care of ourselves and what's important. There were so many times, especially when the, the twins were growing up, like they're five now, they're still growing up, but uh, I would reschedule my appointments, my doctor's appointments, or... Um, I don't know, like a hair appointment, <laughs> because I felt like, oh, that's not important. I'll do that later. But it really is those small things, and sometimes not so small. Going to the doctors is not a small thing. It's, it's super important. Um, I was kind of putting that to the wayside just because, like, I felt like everybody else's needs were more important than my own. Um, and I think that we feel so much better when we do take better care of ourselves and. Um, kind of go back to um to who we are so we we have we have more to give to the world we have more space to 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 care and love and just really make more of a difference when we're truly ourselves again yeah it, uh, a lot of what you've said uh, kind of really resonates and obviously it comes back to um really finding those kind of priorities, I guess. And like you say, kind of really checking in with yourself and, and 
deciding what's actually a priority for me, not for somebody else, because like you say, we get, you know, advice given to us, whether that's, um, you know, wanted or unwanted um, advice yeah. that we receive. Um, and so it, our own voice can get really lost within that, I think. And obviously within the online space, there's, there's so much information everywhere. There's, it's such an overload of information. And I think we can get really lost within that. Um, and when it comes to running our own business, whether that's, you know, oh, you should be blogging once a week at least, or you should be doing this, you should be doing that. And it's, it's always these shoulds that we feel like we need to be yeah. meeting, but actually it comes down to kind of checking in with, well, what's important to me, what's important to my business and actually, um, being obviously, I'm assuming this is very much something that you do within your role in your full-time job, but actually working out what's going to move the needle um, and what's going to make a difference in your business as well, as opposed to just adding all of the other things that might kind of be cool, but actually won't make much of a difference at all. Um, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like for instance, I only put out a blog at Pondalili when I have something really, you know, really important to say. Otherwise, like it's not necessarily priority as, you know, for, for us, like, in, especially during production time um, and you're absolutely right it is about what moves the needle and it is about what um, what skill set you want to learn at a particular time how much of you you're able to um, to dedicate to that particular task I mean um, I know that there's so much advice that's certainly well-intentioned but again you just don't have enough hours in the day to be doing all the things like for example um if i want to learn more about um i don't know like uh email marketing for instance um, i know that i'm going to need additional resources i'm going to have to put in the time to learn that i can't it's not realistic for me to be doing that around production because again like we are small and my attention is needed somewhere else um so i think that you're absolutely right. Um, while there's very well-intentioned advice and there certainly is a lot of it, it's all about checking in and being realistic and what will, what you're able to do at that particular time, what will move the needle and what sits well with you. Um, for instance, I'm quite happy, um, you know, talking in person. One thing that I'm not, I'm actually quite shy in person. So, um, for example, doing an Instagram live absolutely terrifies me. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, again, if I have something important to say, I do it. But oftentimes, like I deliver that message in different ways. Yeah, so I guess it, it comes back to finding ways that work for you as well. So as you say, obviously, if you know Instagram lives aren't perhaps um, your thing, um, then actually finding ways in which you can communicate um your message um that's going to be just probably just as effective um but just in different ways that, that are going to feel um right yeah and you also mentioned obviously making that space for ourselves and and actually um as women obviously we have many different roles um whether that's you know looking after the kids or just looking after the home or whatever it might be um, and obviously as business owners that adds on another level of um, to-do lists um, yeah. and so so how can we kind of prioritize that time for ourselves and actually 
really I think because it like I said kind of earlier as well it's it's very easy to get lost within it all and make everything else a priority um and so how can we really prioritize ourselves uh, within all of this um I think it comes back to what you value and what matters most so I hear a lot of people say like oh um you can do less you know and that's and I agree like I think that there's a lot of um a lot of information out there about like how to achieve more by doing less to me the route was certainly different I certainly am not doing less than what I used to but I you know like I already had a nine-to-five job I'm mom to twin girls, I have a husband. There are so many roles that I play within my life, right? So adding business owner on top of that was certainly not doing less, but it was something that I valued so much and I found so fulfillment within it that I was willing to make the space. And what that looks like for me, like maybe different to what that may look like for a different business owner. Um, I knew that as somebody who um, struggles with not one, but two autoimmune conditions, I know that rest is something that I need to, to do on a daily basis. So I need to prioritize my health so that I can take care of my family. That's so important to me. So when it comes to the business, I did ask for help. I did ask my family if they would be willing to help me with the business. Um, and I do get a lot done. I think that when you have limited time to work on something that, that you feel very strongly about, you make it. So my kids go to school quite early and there is a gap there between the time that I drop them off and I actually get to work. So sometimes in my car, that's when I check emails. Sometimes in my car, that's when I make certain phone calls. Um, when the I put the children to sleep, and I used to do that when they were they were slightly younger. But when I would put them to sleep, they like me to be in the room with them. So yeah, I would be in the room and we would talk about our day when they were just about dozing off. That's when I would do a little bit more work at Fondrelli. Um, so again. But when they're with their aunt every Thursday, um, they love going to their aunt's house. Um, so I have like an, some extra time uh, to work on that. Right now, my husband's with them and he's playing with them. So it all kind of works out. I think that when you find something that truly fulfills you um, and you're willing to ask for help, when you're willing to uh, recognize that sometimes things are not going to be perfect, you know, um, Sometimes, like I'm not going to lie, I send emails that are not necessarily the best emails that I could have sent because there's not enough graphics in there or the, uh, you know, I may have missed, a, like there may be a spelling error, but you know, I got it done. So I think it's just recognizing that it's the progress that you make that's important too. Um, so yeah, so that's what I would suggest. And whatever suits the season that you're in, while making almond milk, for example, when my children were five months old was, again, very well-intentioned advice. It's not something that I could have done at the time because that season didn't allow me to do that, right? Like there was other things at play at the time. Um, you know, I still won't do it now just because I don't like it. But, um, but yeah, like I just, I think that would be my best advice for that. Yeah, no, I think... Um... Yeah, making oat milk um, 
is definitely not a priority when you've got two not. <laughs> two young children at home and yeah that it's definitely I mean as as much as we'd all like to um you know maybe cook from scratch and do all the all the different things um sometimes it's just not possible and then that's that's okay yeah. too and and I think it's acknowledging that that you know it is okay and being a little bit more easy on ourselves as well yeah, absolutely. One of the things that I talk about, um, especially like at home, and that like I, I think I, I, that came from a, a talk I had heard from uh, Serge Richard Branson. He talked about the to be list, um, and I think that really does apply to the way that um, I run the business right now and that I live my life too. I want my family to be happy and healthy. However it is that I get the meal on the table for him, sometimes like when I go to my mom's house, I come armed with two Tupperware. Like, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> with full intention of taking, like, leftovers home. Again, they're eating a healthy meal. Like, they're happy and they're fed. That's all it is. I don't necessarily have to make, like, a Pinterest-worthy uh, meal or lunchbox for my kid to be happy and healthy, right? So, um Again, it's just making it work with what you have and the people who are willing to help. Um, I think it can go a long way. We don't necessarily have to be that hard on ourselves. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you mentioned um, Richard Branson's uh, to-be list. What, what's that about? Okay. Uh, basically, he mentions that um, it's not necessarily about the to-do list because sometimes you can get lost in um, what priorities you're setting for yourself. Um, like I mentioned, you know, I was filling my to-do list with errands and things like that. But again, nothing that was giving me fulfillment, like me picking up the dry cleaning or picking up uh, the groceries when I could very well have asked my husband to do that, for instance, um, that would have allowed me to take a nap and wake up a lot more refreshed and, and happier um, than, you know, just me ticking off the boxes if that makes sense so it's just kind of setting an intention of how you want to feel and then trying to find the um find finding the resources and the space to make that happen um and you mentioned earlier Anna, like there's we could be doing all the things right but that may not necessarily move the needle in our business um and that's very true you want your business to be um a profitable and sustainable right so that's you like you focusing on the particular task that's not going to get you there is not is going to be counterproductive if anything yeah yeah absolutely um and on a kind of personal level do you schedule time in um for self-care and maybe whether that's exercise or just whatever that might look like for you yeah, every day, actually. <laughs> um, so I like to do things which, um, so like every day is different from another. I like to take a look at my week and how it's going to go. And I do schedule time in between like appointments, for instance, just so that I just don't do anything so that I can decompress and better prepare. Um, uh, I, without fail, whenever my friend Sarah is in town, like I go around to her house and we watch movies and we make popcorn and we laugh our heads off. Um, again, it's not necessarily, um, it's just, you know, girls catching up and that when I come back from having seen my friend or having seen my sister, I come back with a completely different attitude and, um, it's just great. Um, 
before like self-care to me can be so different um sometimes it can be me going to to see my doctor um because my my health is really important and that's me taking care of myself sometimes it will just be me going out on a date with my husband but yeah i do intentionally make time for those things um I'm not very rigid with my plans, to be honest. And I know that this is a bit backward from somebody who owns a planner company to be saying, but I'm, I try not to be very rigid with my plans. I keep time open, but whatever I do within that time, um, you know, if I, like, I, I, I'll just block it. And I know what that's supposed to mean for me. Like if, if it's on a, on a Friday night, I'll, I'll talk to my husband, like, hey, you know, how about we go out for dinner? We can take the girls to my mom's house and you know that's what we do but yeah every single day there is something like sometimes big or sometimes small that um, is important for me to have my time so one of your messages is to really kind of encourage celebrating achievements um how can we really kind of do that as business owners and why is it kind of important to acknowledge our wins it's so important oh my goodness because entrepreneurship can be so lonely um uh, and i try to uh find myself like-minded people like i have a friend who makes handbags and even though we may not necessarily be in the same industry it's somebody that i can just go up to and say hey you know something really cool happened today um and you know, she tells me what happens as well in her business. Um, because like I said, it, it can be very lonely and sometimes it can be discouraging as well if you don't um, have someone that you can share your wins with. Um, you know, to me, it's not necessarily something that I've accomplished, but sometimes when I get a very, very kind email from a customer, um, you know, I, I tend to share that within the team, like, you know, with my, my father-in-law and my husband, and we talk about it and we're like, you know, how can we continue to help our community? And, you know, it's so important for us to, to see how our products are making a difference or how that article that we've written has made a difference. It's hugely important because it keeps you moving in the right direction as to why you started your business in the first place. Um, so yeah, I think, um, celebrating your wins are hugely important, big or small. Yeah, no, I, I totally um, agree. I think it's something that has, has um, probably been a little bit tough um, for me from time to time to actually kind of acknowledge those achievements and stuff. But I, I definitely agree that um, it is something that we need to recognize as business owners. Um, like you say, to keep you on the right track and actually uh, and also reflect back on how far you've come. And I think that's kind of a, a huge, um, yeah, kind of, uh, you know, motivation and a big boost. Absolutely. And it keeps you like going in the right direction and thinking about how you can serve better. So um, that's hugely important, I think. Yeah. And so what inspired you to create eco-conscious planners? Because I know, obviously, creating the planners itself would have been hard as it is. So um, what was the reasoning behind um, making it an eco-friendly one? Um, I'm originally from Brazil. So every time I go back home, there's this hill behind our house that used to be covered with um, vegetation and it no longer is that way, which really saddens me because I would love for my children to be able to see um, the view that I grew up with. Um, and so we take for granted you know, sometimes when I receive a package in the mail for something that I ordered and it has like a billion bits and bobs that are not 
necessary. I'm just like, why? I just don't get it. (laughs) Why? Like, I just need the product and the, you know, a box or something. Like, why does it have to have all these bits of paper and bits and bobs in it? Um, So it was very important for me to do something that was eco-friendly and that looked nice as well because you can do both you know um it it wasn't that hard at all it just took like a google search to find suppliers within the uk um that could meet you know the needs of our company um and we work with the same suppliers to this day um which they're they're absolute rock stars i really like love meeting suppliers who are kind of on the same who are on board with uh what we're trying to achieve with our company and like not only with our company but for uh, for the greater good as well um and it's not like i said it's the eco-friendly uh, materials uh, are accessible it's just a matter of um of asking um, your suppliers whether they can meet that demand so um yeah it was hugely important like sometimes if we get an order from Newcastle, I'm not going to lie. We waive the, uh, we waive um, the transportation cost and like we hand deliver. So um, it's no bother if we're going that way. Um, so it's just, it's a little things. And plus we get to meet our customers too. And I, I get that it's not going to be possible in a larger scale, um, but we do take a very, very good care of how we produce, package, um, and transport. We try as much as possible to, to keep things close to home. Our packaging is minimal on purpose, um, and um, our production, like whenever we engage a manufacturer, we've worked with the same ones for, for years, but um, if we are looking to produce something in particular that we feel that our manufacturers in the northeast could meet, so we try to keep things very close and um, and um, yeah. I love that you um, actually hand deliver your um, planners. Uh, obviously, oh, yeah. um, distance permitting, because obviously you're not going to travel all around the UK. But I love that you actually hand deliver, um, and and like you say, it gives you a chance to meet your your clients, and uh, and that's a that's a great thing. Yeah, and it's just so lovely to, one of our photographers um, that I, I absolutely adore her, she's actually based in Newcastle, she moved to Newcastle recently um, from, from London, and um, again, we drop things off for her, um, and so, yeah, like, I just absolutely love that, and uh, whenever we meet some of our stockists who are based in Corbridge, which is not too far from where we are, um, it's nice to come in and have a cup of tea and then just talk and, like, you know, like I said, entrepreneurship is lonely. Um, it's so much better when you actually can make a connection with someone in person. So, yeah, no, I hundred percent agree. I think um, I found that out myself very early on um, that it, it felt quite lonely, and and actually finding that community is hugely important. And if you can reach out to people that you obviously work with, your suppliers or your photographers, and actually have those personal connections, that it, I'm I'm sure that it makes um, the whole process is a lot smoother. So um, what are your goals for the coming year? Well, I really hope to meet more of uh, our community in person. So I hope that we can have some in-house events in Newcastle. I hope to collaborate more and actually like meet, um, whether, or, whether that's face-to-face or whether that's um, via a Zoom call with, uh, uh, with our community, that would be great. Um, I'm looking forward to 
you know, putting my head down and designing some new product um, uh, for for our people as well. Um, usually, I do that with a lot of feedback. Um, so, if there's anything our community would like to see um, in our store, please let me know. Um, I take um, feedback very seriously and definitely on board. Um, I love when it's uh, something constructive that we can act on quickly and um, and ensure our customers that we listen. Um, and I hope to to see my family again very soon in Brazil. So um, that's something that I've got planned for the end of the year, which I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, that sounds really exciting. Um, so to finish off, if there was one tip that you could give someone who kind of is looking to pursue their passion, um, what would it be? Um, I would say that, you know, start where you are. And if a little research, here and there, 15 minutes goes a long way, trust me, because that's how I started. While I haven't um, left my nine to five, um, I feel that yes, my, my business is at a point where I could, I could do that. Um, so I would say start where you are, make a plan, even work that plan, even if it's for a short period of time, um, make space for it as well. Um, so whether that's during your lunch break, which by the way, that's where <laughs> I used to design like the very first Ponder Lily planner and annoy my coworkers by asking them for their feedback. Um, so take advantage of, uh, of the fact that you do get a lunch break, that you do may sometimes get, you know, a break in between. Um, so make time for that. And um you know, just go make a plan and go for it. Um, there's like, there's certainly a lot of other people who've done it. Surround yourself with the resources that you need. Ask questions. Um, reach out to other business owners who may have done the same and just feel free to ask them questions. Um, and yeah, so that's what I would suggest. Amazing. Thank you so much. And I really loved chatting to you today. So thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thank you. And honestly, it's been an absolute pleasure. I've admired your podcast for so long. And so it's, uh, it's an absolute honor to be chatting with you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I'd be so, so grateful if you could leave a review on iTunes so that other female creatives can find this podcast too. See you next week.